Hello out there. Welcome to Imperfectly Perfect with your host, myself, Keisha. And um, just to give you a little background on what this little podcast is all about, is very simple. Perfectly Imperfectly Perfect is just my commentary on the world and totally different from my channel on YouTube which is called Life Dream and Adventure LDA and I want to welcome all my family from over there. This is just going to be talking about things that could be political, that could be questionable, you know, these are things that I have on my mind that has bothering me and I feel like we should have a conversation about it. The conversation we have has to be adult, it has to be willing to listen and once you're willing to listen I feel like we can get into equal understanding and equal understanding equals to me growth and that's all this podcast is really about growth so I welcome you and thank you for joining me as of this recording it is March 21st and um, as we enter into a new season which spring has sprung a couple of days ago I feel like we should talk it's been 300 well over 365 days since we've been locked down in quarantine And where all the fun stuff has shut down. And here in New York City, things are starting to waken up really slowly. So the city is coming back to life. Um, We're going back to going to restaurants and movie theaters. Uh, The next thing I'm hoping to see that actually wakes up (laughs) is amusement parks. Personally, because I am in... A high risk category. I have not been outside as much as I like to be out of fear of being hospitalized and being COVID. And and I shouldn't feel that way, but yeah, I do feel that way. So we're not going to be discussing my COVID fears. Let's save that for another day. This is episode zero. Yes, I said zero because this is our test episode. We're trying to see how this all works out. And next week, we'll have our real episode one. But episode zero, let's talk about it. Let's, let's, let's get to the T, shall we? So, um, these incidents actually happened earlier this month and the last month um I have been trying to do this online dating thing and my philosophy with dating is that I am not locked down in any particular race or religion I am open 
to everything. As long as both of us understand, there are going to be some conflicts with ideology. There's going to be conflicts with everything that goes on in our lives. So, um, I'm doing the online dating and I started talking to a gentleman, uh, same age from his pictures, which should have been assigned to me right away. But, you know, I know some people's, some people don't know how to take pictures well. Um, he looked a little off center. And when I say off center, he looked like something is not on the up and up. And again, like I said, a lot of people don't take great pictures. But this gentleman happens to be white. I, we were speaking for like two weeks. I kind of felt sorry for him because my profile had been up since last year. I shut it down around September, beginning of October, because I really wasn't getting any matches. And I didn't feel like I should pay for all these non-matches. So I shut it down. He sent me a message back in October. So I felt like, part of me felt like I was obligated to at least send him a message to see what he was all about. So when we were talking, he kind of said all the right things, you know, and like most people do when they're trying to make a good impression, they say all the right things. Me, I am a little more political and I won't front. I would like to know where you stand on certain things. And so that I know as we carry on our relationship building that these are the things that you don't stand on these are the things that you know you're bothered about maybe it's something we can learn together and grow with either way me and this gentleman we were talking and we had what I call our one hour speed date so when I'm talking to a gentleman online uh One of the tests that I give the guys is that whether or not they'll do a Zoom call with me for 60 minutes. If they don't do the Zoom call, I know that they're not real. If they do the Zoom call with me, you know, they go on to the next stage, which is, you know, telephone calls or um, possibly meeting really briefly in COVID. Yeah. So, um, these are just steps to move me along to the next stage, which would be possibly dating you and seeing where we go from there. This gentleman, we had our little hour Zoom call and we were just discussing things and I found that the conversation kept cycling back to the same things. So I ask the question because you are trying to date an african-american woman where do you stand on white privilege 
And he went off on me, saying that white privilege is a slur, a Marxist term, um, and that I am a racist. I, and he kept, and he became very combative to the point where he was like, who do I know um, actually benefited from white privilege? And I, as typical as we're taught as African-American people, when it comes to conflict, with, well, maybe I was taught, I can't speak for every African-American person, but we shut down. You know, because of historic presence. And the reason why I'm actually bringing this up is because those who know me from 20, 30 years ago know that I was a huge, huge fan of the Real World series. The very, very first one. And I probably watched through seven or eight. And then I realized... Nothing's going to be good as the first one. <laughs> so, um, I was watching episode three, two and three rather, and I saw Kevin, who is an awesome, awesome activist. He has done things that I'm not going to lie, I wish I had done several times over. He and another housemate, Becky, got into it. And it was all about race and racism and privilege. And I heard what he was trying to say. And the funny thing about it, everybody in the room heard what he was trying to say. All except Becky. Becky didn't get it. Instead of her listening, she was combative and she felt attacked. Just like this gentleman, which I didn't even say a couple of sentences after he started his tirade. He felt attacked because I asked about what was his thoughts on white privilege Now, some of you out there might be saying, well, that's what you get. You're an African-American woman trying to date a white guy, which, hey, 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 keep your comments to yourself, okay? We're trying to be positive here. But the question is, are we as a people, and I mean black and brown people, a little too sensitive to this subject. Now, I'm only asking that question because I'm playing a little devil's advocate. Are we too sensitive to that subject? I don't think we are. I think what it is, is that we always grew up with this fear that no matter how good we are, we will never be able to be good enough. Whether being good enough is getting that education, 
um, getting that job promotion, having that status, or our skin color happens to be wrong shade. We, as a people, work harder, die earlier, and live in more misery than our, it seems like, more than our white counterparts. So the question for the group, if you want to answer, is how do we handle these type of situations? How do we work this to be more than just, I'm okay and you're okay and we can do this because we're okay? When do we feel enough? I mean... Is it when we buy the rolls, when we got all these gold chains and, 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 and big watches on our arms? Do we have, when we have everything that a rich white person could purchase, thinking that we'll earn respect, we'll earn our due? The truth of the matter is, that never happens. No matter how many degrees I have, when I walk into a store, they just see me as another black person who's probably there to rip them off. Or I'm seen as a threat, especially being a big black woman on top of that. All the stereotypes of a big black woman is that we're loud and and we're confrontational and that's the exact opposite of who I am. So when this gentleman was going off like he was, it made me feel like, okay, you are deflecting. The bad part about it is I asked him some questions. I said, have you ever heard of the slave narratives? He said, no. I said, have you ever, did you know in history that African Americans built the White House off a of slave labor? He said, that's not true. Black people do not rule the White House. I could have sworn I said, built the White House off a of slave labor. This man just kept calling me racist. I have never been called a racist in my life. And um, I didn't like being called a racist. Then I stopped talking to him. I hung up on him. He texted me and texted me. And I thought I blocked him, but I'm still getting the texts. And he texted me for a good two and a half weeks, three weeks calling me a racist, how I hurt him because I said racist remarks and that I don't know nothing about culture or culturalism and that I need to listen to Candace. I forgot her last name, but she is the um, African-American lady, young woman who is against the Black Lives Matter movement 
and she's a Republican and she sits down and she denounces a lot of different things that many African Americans hold ideal. Um, which coincidentally, this is the same African American woman as a teenager when she was raped. It was the black community that stood behind her, including Reverend Al Sharpton, when she could not get heard. So, need to say, he is no longer a suitor <laughs> for my affections. But this all came back to me watching Real World and how Kevin was trying to explain very calmly or any and stuff very calmly to Becky about what the world is about now, which is kind of the same conversation she had with him thir almost 30 years ago. And she didn't get it then. And she definitely didn't get it this time. And what bothered me about the situation was that instead of her sitting down there and taking her lumps and say, okay, maybe there are some things that I haven't learned yet. Maybe I do have a lot of privilege. You know, tell me about your experience. Because that's grown-up talk to me. She decided to pack her bags and walk out the door. <sighs> she rather run than discuss or even acknowledge maybe the way she thinks about things is a little different. I mean, she was talking about her houses in Milan and 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 London and how she's not far from here and all oh, her family is in Europe. That's wonderful. That's your truth. But when we realize that our truth and the truth of others. Well, let me take that back. When we realize our truth is causing others to be uncomfortable. I'm not saying to change your truth but I'm saying understand the other person's truth try listening I had to learn this a hard way growing up growing up my truth was I lived in a house my grandparents had an RV I went to Disney World every summer Saw relatives every summer coming back to New York. And I had to learn the hard way that this was not the truth for many people. In fact, as a young teen, I had people call me white or Oreo because I lived in a house. And they lived in an apartment. Which... And I hate to say it like this, but that really shut me down on making different friends, making lifelong friends, because I didn't know what I could share and what I couldn't share without feeling 
that I can't share my truth. And even today, I, I still carry that around with me. Even though I don't go to Disney World every year. I don't live in a house. It's just that my life experience has proven that I am different than others. And I'm trying my best to learn to listen more. And I'm in the profession where listening is what I have to do day in and day out. And I love that profession for it makes me listen. But now I'm just like turning the corner and saying, okay, I'm listening, but are you listening? Are you willing to understand? And this whole online dating is is basically telling me that, you know, it's hard to get someone to listen. I understand you're great. You're awesome. You're great. You're awesome. You're handsome. You're educated. You're this, you're that. But can you listen to what I have to say? How I'm feeling? And that's becoming very hard and in between. So when I think of the topic that I raise of racism and listening or classism or sexism or any of the isms, let's call it the isms. It is, um, it's hard to really sit down and really think about it and think of possible solutions. You know, we can march the march. Great. We can have politicians who are willing to change the law. Awesome. But if us as an individual don't do anything... And the basic thing as an individual we can do is listen. We'll, we can get it, you know. We can understand better. I think a lot of this stuff would not be around if we would just have a sit down and I listen to your point of view and you listen to my point of view. I don't care if you've gone to South of France every year since you were two years old. I don't care. That doesn't make me not have something in common with you. But what I am saying, we have to listen to one another. We have to learn from one another. That's what we're on this world to do. That gentleman who was trying to tear me a new asshole did not want to listen. He was so into his own emotion, his own feelings, that he just could not hear anything beyond his voice. And it hurts to find out that there are so, in 2021, and this is going to be an ironic statement, that we still have people like this. I think the last four years have proven that we have a lot of people like this. In fact, some of those people that are being arrested for the January 6th um, attempt of a, a coup on the Capitol building, many of them, believe it or not, are married to black women. 
who have the same conservative values as them. Let that be a food to thought chew on the fat type moment for you. So, I mean, I'm still trying to, and I think we all are still trying to, go through the mucky muck of racism, classism, sexism, the isms, as we call it, and just find out our place working all this. So, I guess we're all a little imperfectly perfect and I think I'm going to end it there this is episode zero of the imperfectly perfect the podcast with your friend Keisha aka Asian K from Life Dream and Adventure LDA and I hope to hear from you soon please leave a comment save subscribe We're going to be doing this every week for about 30 minutes. If we get a good topic, it might go on for an hour. But either way, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Well, this morning. Because it's Monday morning at 12.39 a.m. And thank you and have a blessed one. Bye.